0: Do you want to know the number one thing every visitor to Ireland should do if they want to create an authentic Ireland vacation? I'm going to share that with you, as well as 10 other tips in today's podcast. I want to thank you so So much for joining me here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. I cannot express how much I appreciate that you are listening and taking action on the tips and advice that you hear here on the podcast. So, I want to remind you that when you do go to Ireland, whether you are making your reservations or traveling around, if you happen to go someplace that you have learned about on the podcast, be a name dropper. What this does is it helps me to get more great guests onto the show. And when I get those great guests, they're sharing more about their local areas. So you're learning more about the people and the places of Ireland. So don't be afraid. Don't hesitate. Just mention, I heard you on the traveling in Ireland podcast, or as Ollie told me, Um, Some people just say that they they heard about it on the IFV. Either way you say it, it's great. They'll know what you're talking about. So don't hesitate. Let people know where you heard about them when you visit. Now, when you visit Ireland, there is one thing you can do that above anything else will help you achieve that authentic Ireland vacation that you may be searching for. But it goes against every instinct that you have when you're planning your itinerary. And it's it's really simple when you stop to think about it. The number one advice I have for you is to slow down. I know, two words, right? So simple and yet so hard to do. Because there's so much in Ireland. You want to do it all. You want to experience it all. But it's only when you take the time to really savor where you are, to enjoy the moments that you're in and not be worrying about the moments that are down the road, that you can really open yourself up to the experiences that you're having, to those chance meetings that might come about, to the extra input that you might get from uh, you know, a distillery owner or a guide at one of the, um, the OPW sites or somebody that you just happen to chat with over lunch in a pub and they say, I'm not doing anything this afternoon and I want to show you the place that I really love. If you are so worried about getting to the next spot to sticking to a rigid schedule You're going to miss those things because you're going to be in such a rush. You're not even going to to notice when they might happen. So there you go. Slow down. Forget about the perfect photo to share on social media. Forget about sharing on social media in real time. Spend your real time enjoying where you are in the moment and taking in everything you can. All right, enough of that preaching. I'm gonna step off my soapbox because I know you've you've all heard it before, right? If you've been listening a while, you've heard me say it over and over. But I do have some more tips for you to help you embrace the experiences as you travel through Ireland. When I'm in Ireland, I like to kind of immerse myself. I I, I truly, I, impl- I unplug as much as possible. Um, you know, I want to meet people. I want to enjoy a pint and a chat. I want to, I dance with my two left feet and embarrass my daughters. Um, so when I'm looking at what to do in Ireland and when I'm helping um, my vacation coaching and my itinerary clients, the the one thing that i really stress is smaller is better now i'm not against group tours in any way shape or form i have my own small group tours and i try to bring in this the kind of the feeling of the way i travel when i travel with my family or solo to a smaller group but i will say that when you get into an area that is very very busy or if you're on a large group tour it becomes more difficult, I should say, to to find those authentic experiences. So I do recommend renting a car or hiring a private driver if you can afford that, if that's an option. Or if you do want a tour, find one that's smaller. I like tour groups that are 12 or less. Um, even 20 or less is good. But, you know, maybe avoid those big, huge bus tours if you're really looking for those authentic feelings. Another easy way to add a little more authenticity to your Ireland vacation is to not stay in hotels every night or not to stay in large hotels every night. But if you mix up your it- your accommodations a little bit, you know, maybe um, what we do is we'll do a B&B, we'll do some self-catering to, in a smaller area to kind of get a really nice feel for for that spot and then we'll do a splurge stay um, a manor or a resort or a castle and we'll mix it up a little bit and that gives us a wider overview or wider range of the flavors of ireland okay now that we've gone through those couple little things let's dig into those 10 tips to find your authentic ireland vacation the first tip is to have some control over where you're going and when. Now, you can either do this by driving yourself or with a, um, with a hired driver guide. You could even, if you wanted to, work it into where you're doing maybe buses or trains, but then hiring a guide at the areas you're at. But the more control you have over where you go and when you go makes it easier to slow down a little bit to take in those things that might happen kind of leave some of it to chance if you're on a very structured tour you don't have that opportunity so as much as possible be in control of where and when number two get off the motorway it just like in the us in canada you have these big huge interstates that stretch all over the country. And you know you don't see anything when you're on the interstate. You have to get off the interstate to get into um, into discovering the, the area, into finding out what you know what's so special about that spot. So get off of the motorways, get onto the smaller roads. Just remember, they're a little more narrow, a little more winding. It's going to take you a little longer to get there. But it's those roads that are going to lead you to the spots and the people and the experiences that you're going to remember. Number three, when you are in a pub, if possible, sit at the bar. Now, if you're sitting at the bar, you're going to have more of a chance to chat with your with your bartender, you're going to have more chance to chat with, um, any locals that happen to come in. Now, if you're traveling with kids, which we have, and we've taken our kids into numerous pubs, they, they always have a blast. Um, you're not sitting at the bar with kids, but you can choose a table as close to the bar as possible, or choose a table near people who don't look like tourists, uh, because it's, more than likely that you're going to end up having a nice chat with a local that you sit near so open yourself up to that experience one other thing to mention about pubs is that in most pubs you will go to the bar to order your drinks and most likely your food so you know don't just stay at your table and wait for somebody to wait on you go on up embrace um, embrace the bar and embrace the chats that you might have while you're up there. Next, ask questions. You don't learn anything if you don't talk. So, you know, say hello. If you are, you know, just having a a short chat with the bartender or with a a tour guide or something, ask you know, ask what else you should see, what what maybe you might be missing where can i get the best food where will i hear the best music what do most people miss when they visit this area just ask people love to tell you about where they live they love to tell you about your life so don't be in a rush slow down listen to the answers and uh, maybe take in a few stories because really good questions always lead to really good stories Now, when you're in Ireland, you want to visit these, uh, the spectacular sites, right? The Cliffs of Moher, the Rock of Cashel, Blarney Castle, the Ring of Kerry. So do that because that's what you've gone to see. But when you're doing those things, be sure to talk with the staff and guides, not just about the attraction. But if they're not overly busy, strike up a conversation. Ask them if there are any things at this attraction that maybe you have to search a little bit for or if there are any stories that aren't in the in the video or in the written guide ask for those kind of things because that's when you're going to learn so much there's just the stories i i i think i've probably said stories about 6 times so far but just taking the time to listen and take the advice is going to make such a difference in your trip. And those people that you're talking to at the attraction may point you to another one not very far away that could be more interesting, or you may feel like the only person who's ever seen it. Number five. Six, I've lost count. If you can, attend a local event, a event, a festival, a market day, go ahead and join in something not touristy. Go hang out with the locals. See what it's like to, you know, kind of live like a local for a day. What's a market day like? What's it like to cheer on a hurling team? Those experiences are so, they're authentic, right? Those are the things that you want to to take back with you, that feeling of being part of a community if you're traveling with kids don't forget the kids everywhere they like the same things they also make friends really easily so if you're someplace that you can let them take the lead visit a park hang out at a playground um you know let them sit by somebody at an ice cream parlor if, if there's kids sitting at a little table or something let them join if they want to Um, But just kind of let your kids open up to the experiences as well. And you never know. You might get some tips on uh, local children's theater that has a like a free matinee coming up or a kids fair or a great petting zoo. You just never know what you're going to find if you let the kids take the lead. Now, the next tip kind of goes with the first one of. You know, slow down. But this is be flexible. You never know what opportunities are going to present themselves. And if your schedule isn't rigid, you won't have to decline an invitation or bypass some incredible spot so you can stay on time. Number nine, relax. You're on vacation. Take the time to Not worry, not worry about keeping a schedule, not worry about getting someplace on time, not worry about what time you need to eat dinner. Just relax, you know, dance in a pub, join a Kaylee, sing with the band if you want to, if they'll let you up there. My daughters have have really led me in this. They do this so well, and especially when they were younger and, you know, not teenagers because teenagers worry about everything, but you know, they just, everything was fun and everything was meant to be fun and you're on vacation. So have fun, relax. More than likely, you're never going to see any of these people again. So even if you feel like a fool, who's to say, relax, have fun. And then the number one tip, well, number two, I suppose, if you count my you know, slow down is number one. Um, but don't try to see it all. You're not going to. Um, don't overpack your itinerary. Racing from site to site and spending more time in a car than you are experiencing where you at is not a vacation. So I like to think that these tips were easy but I know that they are easier said than done. And that's okay. As long as you kind of keep these things in mind, maybe not even when you're planning, but when you're in Ireland, it's going to make a huge difference in your vacation. So while you're planning that itinerary, maybe make a, break it up, right? So you have, these are your must do's, and these are your, if we get to do these, that would be great. but. They're not going to ruin my vacation if they don't happen and leave yourself some flexibility. Now, if you're getting ready to start planning your Ireland vacation, I want to remind you that I have a free Ireland vacation planning series on my website. There are resources there to help you with every step. Now, you can listen to it here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Go ahead and pop back to episode 125 and just follow those all the way through. I think there's 18 episodes. (laughs) If you would like to see the entire series laid out in order in one place, you can visit IrelandFamilyVacations.com slash planning, P-L-A-N-N-I-N-G, and that will take you step by step through that vacation planning series. My whole goal here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast is to help you plan your vacation, give you usable advice, and of course, bring in more guests to share their local areas and expertise. And I am busy planning for 2024. I cannot wait to share some of the guests that I already have scheduled with you. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you cannot leave a review on your podcast app, but you are a social media user, you can leave a review on Facebook at Ireland Family Vacations. Or on Instagram, you can um, take a screenshot of the podcast, pop it into your Instagram stories, tag me at Ireland Family Vacations and just say something nice. I would really appreciate it. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me, Jody, J-O-D-Y, at irelandfamilyvacations.com. I always answer. I want to thank you so much for listening to today's podcast, and until next time, slán